You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Spirit Strives Within Me is the title of this devotion. And as you grow spiritually, one of the signs that you are growing spiritually is that you can feel, notice, recognize, perceive the contending within you between the natural nature, the Adamic nature, the nature of the flesh, the sin nature, those are names given to it in the book of Romans, and the spirit life, the new nature, the spirit of life in Christ within you. And you can feel the two contending with each other, where, for example, you can say at times, like in Romans chapter 7, I know what to do that is right. I know what God's will is, but I'm not doing it. I'm doing the opposite. I'm doing what I know is not God's will, and I still do it. Oh, wretched man am I. That's Romans chapter 7. And to actually come into that kind of experience shows spiritual growth. However, the Holy Spirit would expect you to choose whom you will serve. You have to choose. Will I serve self and spiritually die? Or will I serve the Lord Jesus Christ and spiritually live? As you yield to His Spirit, you live. As you yield to self, you die. And there you can notice the difference. And you begin to learn how to live by the Spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And God wants us in such a place where we are strong in the Lord and the power of His might so that we can withstand all the wiles of the devil, as Paul would say in Ephesians 6, verse 10, where the enemy placed tricks and deceptions and temptations on your natural nature, on your desires, your wants, your needs, your thoughts, your feelings, to try to get you to yield to the Adamic sin nature in you, and that you go down and become dark inside, where Jesus is is leading and guiding and propelling and compelling you with His love to yield to His Holy Spirit so that you may live through Him by the power of God unto salvation, that you may live in that newness of life in the Spirit and thereby live free from that nature of sin and thereby live to please God instead of live to please self. And as you please God, His pleasure... His joy over you comes all over you and it gives you joy that the flesh could never give you. No matter how much you seek to serve, to please the flesh, you could never have that kind of joy, the fullness of joy that you can find in the presence of the Lord. As David would say in Psalm 1611. So let me read to you here from Galatians chapter 5, starting at verse 16. I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Let me read you that from the Amplified. I say, walk, live habitually 
in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit, then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelry, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Wow, I love this. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. I'm going to just go back to the Amplified for a moment there, to verse 17 and 18. The desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit and the desires of the spirit opposed to the flesh, godless human nature. For these are antagonistic to each other, continually withstanding and in conflict with each other, so that you're not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. If you're guided by the Holy Spirit, you are not subject to the law. So, when I say to you the title of today's devotion is The Spirit Strives Within Me, Contents is the Amplified, or Lusts is the New King James. He says the Spirit, um, walk in the Spirit, you should not fulfill the law, for the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. Lusts means yearns, pulls, demands, longs for. So when I say the Spirit contends within me, I personally think that it is a very healthy spiritual sign of growth within us, of being conformed to the image of our Savior, when we can feel the Holy Spirit contending within us. Uh, uh, striving within us for the will of the Father, for the fruit of His love, His peace, His joy, His goodness, His long-sufferings, His kindness, His faithfulness, His gentleness, His self-control. And that these characteristics are contending for mastership over our nature is a very healthy sign. In other words, when you are being pushed to lay down your life to serve within your own home, and you feel a bit in you that buffeting of the old nature, the bad attitude, the resentment of having to do 
that you can feel the restraining of the Holy Spirit. No, no, I'm not yielding to that nature of contention and selfishness and strife. No, I'm yielding to the gentleness, to the long sufferings. I'm yielding to the self-control, to the faithfulness, to the peace, joy, to the love, the kindness, goodness, goodness, benevolence. Oh, I love that word, benevolence. You know, the, I love the undefeatable benevolence, the unconquerable goodwill. That is the nature of agape, of God's love, nature controlling and compelling and propelling within us. And that is the life of the Holy Spirit contending within us for mastership 24-7, causing us to more and more become radiant with His character, with His nature, with His love. And I plead with you, to not let a devotion like this go by just as another little vitamin tablet that you swallow every day that you maybe not even notice. But no, let this sink deep within the marrow of your bones. Let it begin to yearn in you what I'm sharing with you today. Let begin to long for it and look for the contending of the Spirit within you that you hunger for the Spirit striving within you, that you can feel the Spirit is laboring in you, the Holy Spirit striving within you for these attributes of the nature and character of Jesus to take complete dominance of your character and nature and behavior and responses and attitudes and that your whole heart is seasoned with this life of the Spirit with this nature of the Holy Spirit, and that you would repel from within you, repel from within your adultery. If there's any suggestion for you married people to entertain familiarity with somebody else instantly inside of you, it would scare you silly. No, <laughs> it would, you would feel, get off of me, get off of me, don't touch me. I don't want to know this. I don't want to have anything to do with this unfaithful nature of adultery. I hate it. And that as God hates adultery, you hate adultery. And that you would have no familiar communication with anybody that would be inappropriate. I'm talking about being familiar in communication that is not above reproach. There ought to be no communication via text, email, or, or Twitter, or Facebook, or anything that is beyond reproach. It, it's got to be, it's got to stand the public test. And if it can't stand the public test, it doesn't belong in your life. And if you don't want to live that way, then you will make yourself vulnerable to the enemy's lies and deceptions. Because it's evil lies when the devil tries to entice you away from the one with whom you have a covenant. And that you would from within you shun all fornication. The word fornication is the word ponogravia. And within you, you shun it. I tell you, that is a grace of the Holy Spirit where he writes his law within your heart and within your mind so that you inwardly shun that which grieves the Spirit and you embrace that which pleases the Holy Spirit, that you live by the Holy Spirit in your conscience and that if you would allow yourself to be a little bit unwatchful and, and, and allow yourself to be a little bit 
invited into something that could defile you, that you instantly wake up inside and go, but day, 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 day. No, that's not for me. I live covered under the blood of Jesus. I live washed. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. No, I will not entertain pornography. I will not touch it. I will have nothing to do with it. Touch no unclean thing. The scripture says in Corinthians chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, touch no unclean thing. No, I won't touch it. Any, any sex outside of the marriage relationship with the one you have a covenant marriage with is sin. And, and you just don't go there. You just don't, you got it. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 9, that we all have to know how to possess our body in sanctification and not in unbridled lusts. Anything that's outside of the marriage bed is, un, uh, is ungodly when it comes to sexual relationship. Even within that, there, it has to be mutual love and honor and respect for one another and not in, in an unbridled passion that, that only thinks to please itself. And uncleanness, lewdness. Lewdness is open lifestyle that God says no. And that you entertain it. No. Idolatry, sorcery. Idolatry means that you're completely living for the passing things of this life. I mean, you cannot let a day go by before that you have to go on the internet to try to buy something. That's idolatry. That you're driven and, and, and you have this addiction and you feel a satisfaction when you buy something even when you don't need it. That's idolatry and, and we ought not to live that way. No, I will not be driven by the things of this world. Yes, I, I can do whatever I like as long as I walk right with God, but I will not come under the control of any of these things. That's what Paul teaches in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And, and hatred... I don't want to carry hatred against anyone, jealousy, outbursts of wrath. You know, some people think, no, I, you offended me, you angered me, so I raged at you and said anything that came, came to my mouth. No, that's called sin. And God says, you will not inherit my kingdom if you allow yourself to continue that way unrepentantly. You've got to really repent and, and ask for forgiveness to the people that you've harmed in your rage and anger. And you've got to take responsibility for your temper and you've got to take responsibility for the words you speak and, and so forth. And he talks here also of drunkenness. <laughs> it's not right to just live in drunkenness. And the Lord says, don't live in these ways. You know, there's an interesting scripture in Genesis chapter 6, it's right in the beginning of God's dealing with man. It's in chapter 6 of Genesis, verse 3. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. Now this was the time in which people lived 996 years, Methuselah. And others lived 900, 800, 600 years. Shem, the son of Noah, the oldest son of Noah, <coughs> lived 600 years. But after they, the flood, the age went down real steeply and went right down to Moses and he established the law of God and he passed away when he was 120 to fulfill what God had spoken. 
But from that day, people died even much younger than that. And, and why? Because the nature of the flesh that contends with the Holy Spirit and pushes against its wishes. And the point I'd like to make in closing today, the Holy Spirit would have you into such a place that the familiar battles that you've had within your own nature are won by Jesus and that you come to rest within yourself in the areas of your morality, in the areas of your desire for things. And I understand, I've had my own battles, how patiently merciful our Savior is and how His Spirit strives within us against that which is contrary to the will of the Father and how phenomenally patient He is with us. But that doesn't mean that the Lord can prevent every consequence to our actions if we will not yield to His Spirit. God will try to withhold the consequence. He will try to withhold it and withhold it and try to hold it back from coming to pass. But, you know, if you keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, then eventually you will reap the consequences of your actions. And they can be harsh. They can be really harsh. And you can't always snap back out of it, you know, that you all of a sudden go, oh, I'm sorry. Many times that's it, you, you gotta live through it. And okay, if you humble yourself then and utterly, utterly repent by changing your behavior, then yes, God will help you face the consequences, but it will still have its course. It will still have its course. But God doesn't want us to reap the bitter consequences of going our own way of living by the flesh instead of by the Spirit. He wants us to enjoy the sweet fruit of the Spirit, love, peace, joy, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. He wants you to begin to reap that in your home and reap that into your own conscience, into your own living, into your own life on a day-to-day basis that you love having a faithful heart and being true and honest and upright and sincere and being able to look people in the eyes without having anything to hide. God loves an upright man, an upright woman. God loves it when we do what's right and pleasing in His sight so that He can pour out every blessing He has awaiting us. And therefore I plead with you, meditate on Galatians 5 verse 16, yield Submit, surrender to the Holy Spirit. He will strive within you to bring you into holy submission to the Father. Everything that the Father has given us in Christ, He works in us by His Holy Spirit. And every day as you yield to the Spirit, saying, Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you for cleansing my heart with the blood of Jesus. Thank you for freeing my conscience from any defilement or corruption and giving me purity of heart and a sincere faith and a true heart. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I yield to you. Thank you for always being with me and never leaving me. Thank you for comforting me and softening me with the sweet nature of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me the fruit of love, abundant love, 
unconquerable goodwill, undefeatable benevolence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, I yield to your making and shaping and forming in me. And as you yield to the Holy Spirit, how His graces and gifts and blessings will overtake you and your life will be so blessed. Wow. Amen. Have a good day.